This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I, I didn't think I was going to make it back on time. I did. I got lucky. So we met Mark, who is our new next-door neighbor. They're yeah, moving in Mark, today. the civil engineer. Civil engineer Mark. We met him. He's a huge fan of the show. And I went to run down to the bathroom. And as I'm walking, a young man comes in, and he's wearing a twins cap. And as he walks by, he goes, Kepler and Lopez both have to go. Like, <laughs> he matched your aggression. Oh, he definitely was very aggressive about Kepler and Lopez got to go, and that's all there is to it. Smart young guy. He looked to be probably about, I don't know, maybe 25, 30, something like something that. Something like me, you know? Looks yeah, like 25, 25 yeah. 30, yeah, That's exactly 25. right. I've been doing comedy. teen mom over here. You the 25-year-old. <laughs> been doing comedy for 15 years. I'm a ripe old 25. Yeah, I don't know the rest of the uh, entire metro, but I know in this building we have 100 shares. So that's good. That's, well, that's good. <laughs> that's I good think God, in your own building. Right? I, but I just like, you should have seen how pissed off he was about the, <laughs> you tell them that they got to get rid of him. Like, okay. He's not wrong. That's the thing about it. I agree with him completely. As you said, one good season out of what? Eight in the big leagues. Yeah. That one. constitutes time to be jettisoned in some way, shape, or form. I don't care how you do it. And the young man had to throw in that at the end. And I was supposed to tell you that ball was juiced that year and everybody knows it. <laughs> oh yeah, he's right. Yeah, no, he's a, that. That's he exactly is. right. It's true. 2019, they were playing with a baseball that uh, was designed to orbit the Earth. <laughs> it was. It's true. But that's so great running into listeners when you go out in the hall because they're they're very they get very emotional about this whole thing, which I really like. I'm gonna hang out in the bathroom later, see who's got some uh, interesting chat for me. You know, <laughs> I don't know until I'd hang out in the bathroom. Okay? That was the hallway, but you know, just around the bathroom. I'll yeah, be, like be around the bathroom. Bathroom though. attendant. I'll get some mints. You yeah, know, there you and go. I'll hit some people with some soap on the hands. You know, that sounds dicey. <laughs> dicey, but yeah. So everybody, they love the show. By the way, they both mentioned that, and uh, we have a th- we have a thousand share here mm-hmm. at sixteen sixty. That's all I know. Thank God. It is a good thing. So what else is happening? Anything good? On the sports front? Yeah, you know. I mean, the NBA finals were entertaining on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, it's a former Wolf and Jimmy Butler playing for the the Heat against the team that knocked the Wolves out in the first round. And so it's a reminder. All of these things, as I've told you, my problem with this pisses me off is all of them are a reminder of the ineptitude of our teams. That's the yeah. reminder. You know, yeah. it's, it's guys who used to play here, or it's teams that beat the Wolves or the Wild. That's my problem, is it's like, I, I think that there is, a, Tom, I think there's a large group of people who are now, what, 30-ish or so, who don't have any real recollection of what a playoff run feels like. Right. Now, we, we, yeah. we saw it with Twins. Um, but, you know, how much fun, especially when it's series is so foot football is different because you win games and then advance. But you know, when you win a series, when you beat the tigers 87, right. And you come back to the dome and the dome that night is filled with people welcoming the team back. Yep. You know, it's, I think it's almost impossible for a lot of, of young adults who might not be as young now to even identify with that. Cause we don't get that. It's all I want. That's been 32 years now, man. I know. That's a long But I mean, 91, stretch. you go back to 91. <clears throat> yep. And you go back to that. One of, you know, one of the best World Series of all times. 
Um, and I just want a playoff run. I just want that because it, it brings a town together, too. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Nothing, in my opinion, nothing galvanizes a, a, a state or city like sports cat. Oh, there's no question about it. God, what's the name of that bar that used to be out there? Uh, in, it was heading up toward Dayton, I guess, that way. What, that sports bar that's right there on the corner, right across the street from Jesse Ventura's old house? King of Diamonds. No, no, that's the strip club that you hang out in. What? Come on, no. Let's go to the kitty bar. (laughs) Unbelievable. But at least he's not as casual about it. Doesn't just say K-O-D. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. K-O-D. Yes, exactly. Very proper noun-ish when it comes to my strip clubs. Thank you. He's got got his picture on the ATM. It's the Rudy ATM. (laughs) Overrated. One of the most overrated things, in my opinion. Strip club. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the KOD. I thought you were gonna say boobs. I was gonna like, dude, now we're now we're gonna get into an argument. (laughs) I I feel that. I Judd, I feel that. I agree with you. I just don't understand. I I don't know. I don't. You want to go to strip clubs? Good for you. It just it I it just did nothing for me. So I'm gonna sit here and watch, and I'm gonna pay you, and then I go home. I don't know. I used to go to strip clubs when I was like 21, 22 years old. And, yeah. I, and that was fun. And then I had a baby and started a family and I got out of it. And then my family finally figured out I was full of shit and then they left. And then I'm back in my 40s again being alone. And I'm like, if I'm going to go out with a woman and drop $80 and still go home by myself, mm-hmm. I might as well go down to the boom boom room. And, the boom boom. And have some fun and just get some drinks and hang out with ladies and then take an Uber home. Because if I'm going to blow 80 bucks, I might as well just do it and have some fun and why go through the whole dating process when you can just hang out at the strip club and then call it a night? And how has that served you? <laughs> wonderfully. <laughs> yeah, wonderfully. I, I don't, know if, you, I don't wonderfully. know if you've noticed, but I'm glowing yeah, every day I come exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah, that's because the glitter's the glitter. still on yeah, yeah, right? the glitter. Yeah, the light hits yeah. that glitter. Yeah. What's the name of the one that's on Washington Avenue right down by J.D. Hoyt's? What's the name of that place? Oh, Dream Girls. Is it called Dream Girls? Well, there's a yeah. couple down there. Yeah. Well, this is the one that's Dream right Girls. next, just De- north. Deja Vu. Deja Vu. Yeah, yeah Deja Vu is the, right the one right next to Hoyt's. And I know that because okay. I go to J.D. Hoyt's so often. Yeah. I love J.D. Hoyt's. I actually really, gumbo and, gumbo and hash browns. I love J.D. Hoyt's. That's the sneaky so, okay. thing. They got a lot of great stuff. You get a bowl of gumbo and a side yep. of Cajun hash browns. It's like 20 uh, bucks. It's the best lunch you'll ever have. Buddy Bowl. So good. Can't go wrong. Buddy Bowl's fantastic. We just took J.B. there for his birthday, as a matter of fact. He wanted to go to J.D. Hoyt's. That's so fun. Love that. Pat wasn't there, though, that pain in the ass. Pat like, needs a day off. Pat's a great guy. Because they don't have strippers there. That's why Pat wasn't there. Somebody it's, told me they took down the sign though that used to say "Hundreds of beautiful girls and three ugly ones." Still there? Oh, it's still there. St- I just walked past. Oh, it. I thought it was took yeah. taken down. I thought yeah. it was too. No, I think it's right under the name, right, yeah. right on the it side was, on, yeah. on uh, Washington. It was. Yeah, we uh, we were walking to the Twins game last week uh, when they were playing the Giants, and while we were walking, I looked, and I was like, "Son of a bitch, it's still there." It yeah. still says Absolutely. three ugly ones. Absolutely. I thought that was long yeah. gone. Man. <laughs> There's, yeah. there's a strip club in Las Vegas. I'm spacing on the name. It's not on the strip, but it's kind of off on the, off the beaten path. But it is. Uh, they have the chairs bolted to the floor where they face <laughs> away from the stage, and that is how they present their women. Like this is they're oh, so bad, you're not going to want to look at them. But anyways, yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know. I, I like the fact that there's a strip club that can have that sort of. You know, humor about itself. Yeah, anybody have a sense of humor about anything, for Christ's sake. That'd be nice. That'd be wonderful. I'd, if I was a stripper there, I'd constantly be counting the room. and be like, am I one of the three? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, hmm. Today, am I one of the three? Because yeah. it's all relative, depending on who's totally. in the room, if you think about oh, it. Totally. Right? Like, in this room? 
I'm not going to be one of the three. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, no, no. You're doing all right in this room. <laughs> would they let you, if you bought a strip bar, would they let you the? Because I, if I owned a strip bar, mm. I don't want to call it Tits McGee's. Mm. But can you do that? I don't know. I've said tit on air and radio, and I got in big trouble. So I don't Saying think. Saying tit? Yeah, on, ra- on normal radio. Why? It used to be one of the seven dirty words, like in the Carlin routine. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's one yeah, of them, right? right. I, even as a little kid, I was always like, really? <laughs> After it's all tit, those other man. six, that's the seventh one? Yeah. It's just a shortened version of teat, anyway, yeah. right? It's not a big isn't deal. There, isn't there a titty mouse? Isn't that like a titty mouse? Yeah, titty yeah. mouse. Yeah, titty mouse. is a bird. Yeah. Yep. But I was shocked. It was on my talk, middle of the day. Actually, I said tit, which I don't know why. I did. It's actually legal to go topless in a park, so you yeah. can actually show your tits, but you couldn't say I'm showing my tits. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That seems a little yeah. backwards. Makes no sense. How did that get on the list? This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Why aren't there any male strip clubs? It's terrible. Was the, the oh, it terrible? No, I'm saying that what women are given compared to men is a lot different. We get, like, stage performance, and there's thousands of us women to seven men that do these elaborate dances and <laughs> yeah. their outfits because that's what they think women want oh, is okay. a choreographed dance. They, they think that we want a gay best friend with a good body. I was going to say, I think, the, <laughs> I think a lot of these guys aren't as available to the clientele as you no. might might expect. Yeah, like, maybe you know? not. Maybe not. No, it's... It's not great. It's a production value, and it's like we're never going to have that person rub against us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but the ladies get all grabby, and they get all snatchy because and grabby. Because we Oh, absolutely. Oh, they do. If, you, if you're a guy at a strip bar, reach your hand out for two seconds and see if you come back with all your fingers. <laughs> There's like nine bouncers that are ready to break your yeah, arm off. Yeah. Those ladies are di- like, like the golden tickets hidden in there but somewhere. But, Brian, in our defense, it's mob mentality. There are thousands. 
thousands of us, all of a sudden you're like, should we steal a, a flat screen as well? Like, <laughs> you just kind of are around a bunch of high-energy women. <laughs> I'm so excited to go to the strip club. It's going to be awesome. I love it. <laughs> Why do you I'm laugh? I'm excited. What is I'm very excited. What? That's all I know, Today, Brittany. Had you said AI? I've never yeah. said that. Those were ex- your exact words. I, didn't I don't know what to tell you. Could we hear that again? Because she doesn't believe it's her. Absolutely. I'm so excited to go out to the strip club. It's going to be awesome. I love it. That <laughs> is you. It's a thousand percent me. It's you. It sounds like a Disney version of you, though. Yeah. I, definitely, I definitely was in character doing, like, I'm so excited to go to the strip club. Like, I was being silly, but I don't have no recollection of saying the two things that you said yeah. today. So this is the weirdest deleted scene from Frozen ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Well, earlier, Brian, she said this and had no idea she said it. You know I hate fat people. <laughs> <laughs> what? Real and nice person you are. At some point, I'm might want a, a legacy, and that is not going to help, Rudy. That is hilarious. I don't. No recollection. You got the receipts, Brittany. Mm-hmm. You got I can't. The receipts. You're in trouble. Rudy, and we were friends at least an hour ago. Well, you hate fat people, and I can't hang out with people I, who hate yeah, fat way people. Way to go. No, what yeah. does that even mean? Way to go, my friend. Uh, no, this is for. for uh, uh, well, about. I was going to say 50% of the people, in, but in this room. Mm-hmm. So when you throw Judd in, it's only 40%, so that's good. <laughs> uh, but, Rudy, Brian, I, how is it doing comedy on stage now? Is it a lot touchier than it used to be? Do people laugh anymore? Because it just seems to me that nobody's laughing anymore. Has it gotten better? Oh, I think so. I think good. Um, good. I, I think the, the crowds are great. The, now, the one thing I've noticed... People are really not interested in hearing about politics. Yeah, I can see and that. And it's, it's not even... It's 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 on both sides necessarily. People Good. just kind of don't want to hear about politics. That's a that's a pretty tough sell. In fact, I've I've had in in some contracts recently, uh, for like private and corporate shows, they'll say, "Be as dirty as you want, just, just stay away from the politics." Yeah. Well, there. Well, so that's the whole deal. It, it's a political argument. Yeah, and I think people are just so bombarded with it all the time. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I, I kind of feel the same way. I don't like. I'll talk about like I guess like social issues. You'd say, but I don't frame things in terms of like Republicans and Democrats. I think that's a boring way to phrase things anyway. It's like, yeah, what I mean, are we I CNN? Agree. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Especially from comedy. Like that's how yeah. we're gonna do comedy. We're gonna do the R's versus the D's. Like that's yeah. just not interesting. Yeah, you're totally right. Because the day that Trump got arrested, I got on stage that night and said something like, man, they asked Trump, hey, you can take a deal or you can, you know, uh, take this one felony. And he decided to not take the deal and he got charged with 32 felonies. Mm -hmm. Man, if only he had read a book called The Art of the Deal. See, there you go. Silence. They (laughs) They didn't even know what it was? Yeah, they were like, no, please don't go down this road. I was like, okay, I guess we're just going to talk about kids. Sorry about that. Never mind. It was awful. Yeah, I mean, in my viewpoint, and people get pissed off at me, I don't see any difference between the two political parties, the two people who have been president. They're the same people. Yeah. I don't give a damn what you're Republican, Democrat. They're all full of shit, every one of them. I think it's, I think Ish. in general, that's a um, a really faulty view that benefits both sides, the R and the D. Yeah. Because yep. most issues yep. don't act, are complex, and they actually kind of snake between the left yep. and the right. But if you silo everything, then you never have to consider the parts of the things that you agree with that are on the other side. So it's a, it's a good way to keep you from actually thinking about the issues. Well, why mm-hmm. don't you want to agree? I, like I said, I've got friends that are very, very... 
left-leaning Democrats, very, very right-leaning Republicans. I don't agree with a lot of things they think, but I like them as people. Yeah. But what the hell do I get? Like, somebody chirping to me about their politics is not going to change the United States. I'm no, not, no. Has I'm anyone not worried about it. Has anyone ever changed anyone's mind? I'm not no. even sure that's even happened. I just don't understand. It's, calm down. Relax. Everything will be fine. But it's good to hear that people don't want to hear about politics. Yeah. yeah. No, that's the thing I've noticed is that they again, like I said, it's not that it's that it's not that they want to be told what they want to hear necessarily. They yeah. want like raw, yeah. raw stuff. They're just like, no, nah, man, can you talk about strip clubs or anything, yeah. anything else? Well, my son Andy, who's thirty six years old, he does not want to hear anything about politics at all. If I even bring up, like I brought up this this woman and said something that was well, you know, pretty much out mm -hmm. of line, and it wasn't that she was a Democrat or a Republican, mm -hmm. she just shouldn't have said what she said, right? Andy would have a fit if I read that story. <laughs> He'd go, just don't even bring it up. I don't even want to hear it. He doesn't want to hear anything about it. He really doesn't. So He's he, right, though. But yeah. It, it, it's so tiresome now, too. It and is. The, the thing about politics, and for me personally, this goes back uh, before the whole 2016 thing, but the thing about politics is when it comes to politics and religion, you are not going to change anyone's mind no, or move no. them off their point, which is why I personally love sports. Because you can debate sports and be pretty passionate, but at the end of the day, it's sports. Yeah. And you will and you will get a person to say, oh, or you will say, oh, that's a good point. You know, when's the last time that you talk politics with someone who came from the opposite end of the spectrum from you and it the conversation finished with, oh, that's a great point. Yeah, didn't think of it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that doesn't happen. It's F you, and, that, and that, <laughs> that's no fun. That's not a fun debate. That just turns no, cantankerous. Right. That's why we have this. Quack, quack. On the show so that everybody shuts up when we start talking about politics. <laughs> yeah. And quack, it always quack. works. Always works. Quack, quack. Quack, quack, Brittany. We don't ever get mad about it at all. <laughs> I don't get mad about anything. I don't give a rat's ass about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have it. I'm not affiliated with either party. I know, like I said, I have people that are way left, way right, middling. I got friends of, of all, of every ilk, I guess is the best way to put it. I... I just don't understand why people get so whipped up about it all. I really don't. None of it makes any difference. I mean, look at look at the things that are going on now. It's like, good God, calm down. Yeah, it's not like you can uh, do much about it. It's like, all right, I'll vote. Right. You know, I'll vote every couple of years when it right. comes around. So, although I'll tell you, you know, I was <laughs> this is incredible. I was asked to run for Minnesota, Minneapolis City Council. You uh, were? Yeah. Well, who asked you? They asked me to run in Ward. Oh, I don't even know what ward I'm in. That's the, they asked me to run against Andrea Jenkins. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. And uh, and, and I, it's so funny. I thought about it for, I would say, one and one half seconds before I said, absolutely not. Like, no, first off, God, the people no. who asked me, I was like, I don't think you know me as well as you think you do. <laughs> uh, like, when my album comes out, that's going to disqualify me thoroughly right, from politics. Right. But but also, I said, like, this sounds like, like, the campaign sounds like the worst thing in the world. And then it turned out to be wild. There's, like, accusations of fraud in the oh, DFL God, within the primaries oh, and then there was God. the war Asami. It's crazy. So I was so glad I didn't do it. And then I thought, God forbid you won. Now you have to do it. And yeah. you have to, every time somebody walks up to you on the street and, and has some dumb question, you have to sit there and actually oh, care about their dumb question. That would be hell. I, can you imagine at the grocery store every time oh. every pothole and street sign in one way? Oh my, I would go nuts. I hate talking to strangers. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> to problem for your political have... aspirations, then. Yeah, yeah. Yes. it's going to be a problem. That is rough. The most awkward video is the one where Mayor Fry just gets lit up by some lady on the street and then has to walk through all those people just sitting, oh, like, yeah. Indian style. He has yep. to walk through all of them just with his head down. It's like, why would you do that to yourself? Why would you go out there and just get decimated like that? It's awful. I, I have Ugh. the second most awkward video of Mayor Fry because he made the mistake of sitting in the second row at Acme uh, when I was oh, headlining. God. And, uh, <laughs> He couldn't oh, move, and I unloaded on him, and it was so funny to watch him plaster on his, like, I just lost the Oscars smile and yeah. nod, you know, because, like, yeah. oh, I'm not minding this. This isn't the worst thing that's ever happened to me, and I was pointing him out and going in on him, and then, uh, and he was he was stuck. He couldn't leave, so I got to do that for about 10 minutes. That is, was is there actual video on that, Brian? Is that I have internet? the video from the security cameras. I might have asked them to turn one of the cameras on him so I could, <laughs> oh. because I knew, I, I might have actually asked somebody to seat him in a specific spot. And then ask them to maybe put a camera on him, and then wow. maybe give me that video okay. after the show. Allegedly, is, is it on? Allegedly. Is it on your Instagram or Facebook or anything? It's just it's on it's on my own private private server. Ah, son of a gun! Damn it! You're Come not on. getting to it, man. Damn it! All of this God. whole deal. Calm down. Relax, for Christ. Here's the thing. I I definitely dislike Jacob Fry, but not because of politics. Because he's a little weasel. That's what I've heard. Oh, he's such a little weasel. He's a little fella, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little little hey, guy, big uh, problems. It's not short shame, okay? No, Come on. It's everybody. not short shaming. All of a sudden, very, he's going to be very thin, though. The only time I ever do that is when it's very obvious that somebody doesn't like that. Sure. Sure. It's like, you know, guys who wear what we used to call Dago tees when I was a kid. But they yeah, they used to sell them like that. They did. They yeah. sold us Dago tees, which wasn't exactly complimentary to the Italians. <laughs> but, you know, they, you're right. They it was on the in, packaging. It yeah. was on the packaging. It's true. But I like it when they wear the, the – what are those called? They're called – well, then they changed them to wife beaters. Which, yeah, which, wife beaters. Which actually, it was like, whoa, I don't know if we're heading in the right direction. <laughs> I don't think That's you guys are getting the problem yeah. here. No, I don't think we've ever invented no, we a third term. Well, then they call them beaters. Kids call them beaters and not even knowing they that, don't that know. they yeah. have no idea that they were, we just dropped wife. Wife beaters? They really? just call them beaters. Yeah, really? you're right. That's true. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, I had, no, I had no idea what a wife beater was when we were calling them wife beaters. I just thought that that was the name of the shirt. It was just a wife beater. I didn't realize right. it, I didn't I know, realize it came from a ten-year-old boys yeah. walking around asking for their wife, wife beater. beater. Yeah. Not even, and my brothers did the same thing. And it was like all of a sudden there was like a realization. Like, yeah, that was yeah. a very like, casual term. Yeah. yeah. What are Not they actually guys, called? Thank you. You got to go? Bye, John. I got to go. It's no. 40. Take care, buddy. You're, you're a horrible yeah. human oh, being for leaving. Twins play tonight. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Hopefully they score Thanks. more than two runs. <laughs> yes, I agree. Thanks, Judd. Right. Yeah. Have Bye. a good day. Judd Zolgad, ladies and gentlemen, Score North, a great show that's on the uh, – what is the actual name of the podcast network? Is it the Hubbard Podcast Network? There's, what is it? You're saying Score North? They're on Score North, yeah. 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 But, but like, what's, what's the – what are we on? Is it the Hubbard, Broad, uh, the Hubbard Podcast Network? What is it? Honestly, my tag says Score North. Like, I feel yeah. like that's the actual umbrella name. No, at no, the I'm moment. talking about this. I know. Like, yeah. all I know, I know. But, like, I think that that's, their, that's what they have it under right now. Is That's the name of it. Yeah. But I'm but, saying <laughs> where they bring that on a podcast network. And is there a name for the podcast network? That's, that's what I'm question. saying. I don't know. Because I, I have no idea if there is or not. <laughs> I get, where do you have an ID? What the hell do you, you need an ID? Everything. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it's, now she thinks she's important. <laughs>
What's that for? Is I've it, had this for a while, but my other one said my talk, and now it says they took it back, and then they go, do you want to take a new photo? I go, hell no. I was like 22. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, wasn't, I, was, I was like, that might look like perhaps an old photo. I'm not going like, to. Oh, look at that. I say this as a guy whose headshot's 14 years old. Yeah. I am yeah. death tricky to this. Remember, Rudy? They were like, we were at orientation, and they're like, okay, new photos. I go, oh, no. No. Copy, yeah. paste. Copy, paste that. We'll none. That There'll one. be none of that. Yeah, there'll be none of that. Although, Brian, you don't look a day older than the last time I saw you. It was about 10 years ago, yeah. for Christ's sake. I, I appreciate that. You I don't. Think you look a, you look no older. You're a perma-puppy. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll, <laughs> you know what it is? Puppy. No kids. That's the trick. Just yeah. be childless. Looking, they're not wearing you out. I got, I got no kids. Well, I, I just, said, I just oh, you know, you hang go. out. I get my, get, my, get my beauty sleep. You do get a lot of sleep. Uh, I do get a lot of sleep. And one banana a day. He eats one banana a day. On the way here. And do it. Do you still have that little six uh, T-shirt that you wore in your headshot? Do you still have that? <laughs> I t-shirt? think it finally gave up the ghost. It finally yeah. came apart. Gotcha. Little yeah. six. I love little six. Yeah. Now we're dogging. You still live in South Minneapolis? I do. Yeah. Because every time I drive, cause my buddy Tommy Gorman used to live on Pillsbury. That's where I live. I know you do. Yeah. And every time I drive by his house, I go, "Oh, Brian's around here." Somewhere. I'm right around. I might be hanging out on the lawn, you know. Because the old firehouse is now a coffee shop, yes. or a bagel shop, right? Yes. That's yeah. actually where I went to sign the papers on my house. That's why we, yeah. you told me that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tommy Gorman used to live right there off uh, what is that, Forty Sixth. Yep, that's 46th and, yeah, 46th uh, and, and, and Pillsbury's Nicolet. where and he lived. P- Pillsbury's right over there, yeah. Yeah, about three months. Wentworth, all that. A couple of blocks from me. That's right where I'm hanging out. I can't tell you how much I used to drink in that neighborhood. Because uh, <laughs> Tom Gorman might be an Irish Catholic name is all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, they, you couldn't sell hard liquor in that neighborhood until recently. I, I know. Even the, the Driftwood right. Char Bar was a beer and wine bar only. They just now got the... Uh, Unbelievable. They went, got the full license for some I of the I love that neighborhood. It's a fun place. It's a great neighborhood. It really yeah, is. There's a, now there's a Kaluna. There's a restaurant over there. Yeah, Kaluna. Highly recommend it if you haven't yeah, it's, been. Uh, uh, it's, yeah, they, they own... Uh, like three, four restaurants. Yeah, I was just really there this good. weekend. Oh, my yeah, goodness, she's it's terrific. terrific. Yeah. She is terrific, no doubt about it. Good choice, pal. Yeah, but I do. I think about you every time I drive down that down that road. I was like, oh, Brian lives around here somewhere. Right by Tommy Gorman. Did you ever meet Tom Gorman? Mm-mm. Tommy Gorman was a bright, red-headed Irish boy from Cleveland, Ohio. My God, when he'd get angry, it was hilarious. <laughs> he'd have a few drinks and, let me tell that son of a bitch. I'm like... <laughs> Tom, settle down. Uh, You're not a tough guy. Relax. Redheads have this thing where the minute they have an emotion, you can see it on their Mm -hmm. face. Their discoloration. They're like the (laughs) mood rings of people. Yeah. They'll immediately showcase what they're feeling. You know what I used to do to him, though? What was the name of that one? There's one bar further east from you. It's on 46. God, I was trying to think. It doesn't matter. So we're sitting there and we're having a little sandwich or whatever. Mm. And there was a guy going from table to table playing the guitar and singing. Mm. And, of course, Tom, to try to be a nice guy, is looking up at him with a big smile on his face, pretending he's enjoying the music and all the rest of it. And the guy closed his eyes and started playing. Perfect time for me to go, God, you suck. (laughs) And then I was looking down at my plate and Gorman's like, (laughs) <laughs> His face got fried because the guy thought he said it. Yeah. Oh God, did he get embarrassed? It was one. You suck. <laughs> he opens his eyes and there's Gorman. <laughs> oh, did I have fun with that man? So what else is happening in the world? So how how much are you working now? Are you working every weekend? Um, no, you know, I, 
I actually don't schedule quite as much as I used to, uh, yeah. just because I'm just after 15 years on the road. Oh, I try yeah. to do one to two travel weekends a month, and then oh, that's good. And then book everything else locally, kind of right, stay right. stay in town. Like I most of my luckily most of my gigs. Well, I'm hopefully going to Louisville soon. But um, oh, where are you at in Louisville? Uh, the Comedy Caravan. I'm just okay. finalizing the contract on that one. Nice. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, doing Comedy Corner Underground the 16th and 17th of this month, and then headline in Acme. Big headline weekend at Acme, August 29th and 30th, and September 1st and 2nd. Oh, that's good. Uh, th- th- you can't get better than working in town. I'd, I'd just no, rather I work in town. I mean, partly because Minnesota, I mean, it sounds like I'm buttering up people, but really, no. some of the best audiences around. I mean, comics no from all over the country it. say it. Yep. It's that balance of, like, they're laid back enough to go ahead and laugh, but they're they're smart enough and they're interested enough to, yep. to listen to actually to listen to the words. It's crazy when you go some places and you're like, I don't think you guys are listening to the words. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> And you have your big CD release party that day, too, right? Yes, at that's the, the 16th. And at, the, at the Comedy Corner Underground, the 16th and the 17th. And what is the name of your new CD? Uh, the CD is called All the New Ugly People. Oh. <laughs> All the New Ugly People. So it's very complimentary. <laughs> it's very that's complimentary. Good. It's He's a bit of an angry good. album. I was supposed to record it in 2020 in spring, and then some things happened. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what that was so all about. I wound up scrapping pretty much everything and doing a whole different album. Really? Yeah. So it, did you take anything from that, or did it just feel like a, nothing was relevant anymore? There's a couple of things that were kind of evergreen. Partly, I just you get tired of telling stuff after a couple of few years. Yeah. And then yeah. what was weird with the pandemic was you were already t- a little tired of your old jokes, and then they went, you didn't tell any jokes for like a year and a half. Sure. And when you came back, it felt really weird to go back to some of that stuff. It made it feel like it was like 20 years old. With When selling CDs, and Rudy, this is a question for you too, when you guys sell CDs, are you finding that like you actually sell the hard copy, or is it the digital version i mean the digital version is what's uh, on sale now and that's what obviously i think more people probably listen to it on the digital but when you go to shows uh, i always have a few hard copies with me because some people like to buy them i think because they want they want you to sign them or whatever oh, that's sure fun. yeah yeah so people people do, do still buy them actually that's cool yeah we have to take a break be right back in a couple minutes got one final segment with brian in studio now we're talking right back this is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Uh, hi, it's Tom Bernard. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location just off Interstate 94. I'd like to extend a special offer going on now through the end of July. It's for all of our Tom Bernard Morning Show listeners. When you visit their Albertville location, mention that you heard me, Tommy B., tell you, uh, tell you about this July-only savings opportunity on travel trailers, pick up campers. Now, you must be a qualified buyer, but here's the really, really good news Receive up to $5,000 off the advertised price on all their new in-stock inventory. As always, terms and conditions do apply. Brands include Rockwood by Forest River, Arctic Fox by Northwood Manufacturing, Cirrus by New Camp, and more. Now is a real good time to buy and take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You can't just sit around. See my guys and gals at Niemeyer's in Albertville or peruse their current inventory at Niemeyers.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com. Niemeyers.com, up to five grand off. Yes, I did say five grand off. Sales event ends July 31st. This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Broken Lizards, Kevin Heffernan and Steve Lemmy, ladies and gentlemen, Quasi, the name of their new film. Boys, I'm, I'm very, very happy you followed me over. I was on the same morning show when you guys were on it many, many times for 37 years left and moved over, came to this show, because now uh, it's streaming. I'm very, very happy. 
and I'm really happy that you guys are on. I love talking to you guys. Thank you. What's it, is it like Thank a wilder you. and crazier show? Not is it like, you know? Nah, it's just... it's. Do you do I, any morning zoo? No morning zoo, man. I'm not a morning zoo. <laughs> Can you tell by the tone of my voice I'm not a morning zoo kind of guy? If you know well, what I mean. You, you, you have a very sexy voice, Tom. Let's oh. just be honest here. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here with you, man. Uh, but no, seriously, I saw your name on the docket this, this, uh, your name's on the docket this morning. It makes me happy because I've had so many great conversations with you guys over the years. I want to hear about your new film quasi. Uh, so what's the latest with that? What's that all about? Yeah. You know, it's, uh, we wanted to make a period piece and, uh, you know, we, we had made super troopers too. And then, uh, the, the studio wanted to make number three and we said, let's do a period piece in medieval France. You know, where we do funny accents and wear funny wigs. <laughs> and, uh, and, and all of a sudden we're making a, uh, you know, a period piece. Homage to Monty Python. Yeah, you know what? That's very, I'm, I'm really, really glad you kind of said that because, um, yeah, Monty Python inspired a lot, a lot of great things. But you guys have as well. So I'm sure there are guys going, yeah, yeah, thank God, thank God for Broken Lizard, right? <laughs> um, you know, we do have, like... On Instagram, there's a bunch of, like, young sketch comedy groups that I'm following. And, like, it's, you know, sketch comedy is a, is a great uh, art form, I think. Yep, yep. And it's just cool to, to like, see that it, uh, it, it continues to live on. Um, but those, you know, Monty Python guys really, for us, were, were the first ones, you know. I think everybody kind of looks at it that way. Uh, I mean, they were they were brilliant. But I mean, look at look, look look at you guys where you are today. And by the way, I do have to mention this, and I know every time I talk to you guys, I mention it. I love Tacoma FD. I just love that show. Always will. But could you tell people why it's Tacoma FD? Because there's a very specific reason why it's Tacoma. <laughs> well, when we made Super Troopers, the idea was we we had cops. In a, in a desolate stretch of highway, so they're able to have some fun. Right. We, we decided when we made the firefighter show that we would put our firefighter show in the rainiest city in America <laughs> so that our, our firefighters would have some time to themselves to have some fun. And, uh, you know, it makes it hard because then you got to make everything rainy, but, you know, it's okay. It's hard to do that in LA. But, um, but no, we, uh, I, everyone should know we, we finished the fourth season. We shot it, done. It's coming out this summer. Um, so there's a whole new 13 episodes of Tacoma FD coming out this summer. You guys did, I mean, first of all, your group is phenomenal anyway, but when you add people around you, do you all get a vote on that? Who does it? Because you, do, you guys do a really good job of picking people to bring on your show, too. Um, you know, it, it's in that case, see, Kevin and I are, uh, are the sole creators of that show. Uh-huh. And so, you know, we, we just we make all the decisions. And the nice thing is we, we, we know a lot of funny people in the industry. And, you know, the, the, but also I think the show is really well regarded. Uh, you know, the ratings are great and the episodes are great. And so we seem to be, each season that goes on, we have an easier time bringing people on. Like this season coming up, we have Tony Danza. Oh, I as, love that. Uh, as, as a guest star. It was phenomenal having him. But, like... I think we tried to get him for season one and we couldn't. And but season four, he he came in and just destroyed it for us. So it's 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 been really cool. By the way, only you two Hunyucks would come up with this next line, which I'm going to read like it's a movie trailer. Okay. Okay. Their new film Quasi is a story of a hapless hunchback yearning for love. 
a hapless hunchback. Where did you come up with that? <laughs> That's alliteration, Tom. That's it's alliteration. alliteration. That's right. <laughs> That's brilliant, man. Well, tell me all about it. I want to hear all about Quasi because, like I said, it's obvious I've been a fan of you guys for years. You've been on many, many times. Great to have you back again. So I want to hear all about Quasi from you guys. Well, it's based on, you know, it's a script that we wrote about 20 years ago when, when we wrote Super Troopers. And it's, a, you know, it's kind of an homage to the days when we were a young sketch comedy group. And, and it's based on this character that Lemmy used to do, uh, a guy he used to work with in a record store. And um, just this lonely guy who would talk out of the side of his mouth. And we decided to build a, a story around this guy. Uh, and we said, what if you took a guy like that and put him in the worst predicament in the world? And so we put him between, you know, in a conflict between the Pope and the King, and he's got to get himself out of it. And we just thought that was kind of a funny premise or something. And we just built the script out of that. Is that what you guys always do? Because it seems like it's all always very fresh. Yeah, you know, I think, like, like, with us, we have to make the other four guys laugh. All of us have to be laughing for it to kind of move forward. And that's, you know... Which is like, you know, any, any group of friends, you know, it's like if there's a joke that's out there, that's like, okay, you know, maybe a couple guys will be laughing, but it won't get any traction with the whole group. But if there's something that's absolutely hysterical and everybody's laughing and it keeps generating more and more laughs, then, you know, that's, you've had yourselves a great conversation. And, and I think it's the same approach with, with all the movies we've made. Like Beer Fest is an example mm-hmm. of that, you know, like that concept. But this was something that, like, we always... You know, we couldn't stop working on it because we enjoyed the premise so much, and we enjoyed all the different characters. And you know, if you if you look at this movie, there's really there's so many plot twists and turns. And that's my favorite thing about it is it's really like a lot of people are saying it's our first real movie. Oh, because <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, because you know, the previous movie was always about five guys who do something, and it's more like you know, kind of like situation-based, but it's not a traditional structure. Like, this is about a guy, and he finds himself in a terrible predicament. And But there's a love story, and then there's a buddy concept. There's a relationship with him and his best friend. And so it's like, you actually have, uh, we actually have a real film structure here. Um, and this guy goes through a lot to get to where he is at the end of the movie, and I think that's what, that is what works about it. And how do people track down? Oh, sorry, I kind of talked over you. What would you say? And there's a lot of jokes in it, too. Well, see, now, I'm glad you got that out, because I kind of noticed that about you guys. You have jokes in your stuff, which, really, I, I, I wasn't surprised. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, at the, at the end of the day, we're just trying to make people laugh. So, uh, you know, you want to try to build a movie that, get, that allows you to just layer a bunch of jokes in it. And, and for us to put it in this kind of silly, silly world with the, with the wigs and stuff, I mean, it just... I mean, we would stand on the set and we'd look at each other and just laugh and be like, I can't believe we're doing this. <laughs> well, it's very entertaining. It's very, oh, look, I do have to tell you guys up front that I'm going to steal something of yours because I grew up Roman Catholic, but I'm not Italian. But I'm going to start pretending I'm Italian, and i got to steal the name Panisi because it's just too good a name. Um, it's funny. That's my sister dated a guy in high school. His name was Vinny Panisi. And really? It, it, yeah, and and uh, and he looked like a Vinny Panisi, and um, <laughs> it's funny because when Kevin and I were pitching Tacoma FD, we literally brought my high school yearbook around just to show people that we weren't being immature and cheeky, 
We were like, no, look, this is a real last name here. I'm not kidding. Like, I had the post-it note, and we would just open up the yearbook. and um, So, you know, take it. Have it, Tom. It's, it's not stealing if we give it to you. But the great thing is wearing the name tag and then having the eye torn away from it somehow. You remember that episode, don't uh-huh. you? We've done that a couple of times. We've done that. We've torn the eye off of that name a couple of times. <laughs> we have a couple of uh, uh, new good Benizi jokes in this new season, so... Oh, good. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for it. No, I'm, seriously, I doubt that you guys have a bigger fan anywhere in the United States than me. I've loved your work from day one. You know, and I think to tell you the truth, I'm doing, I'll be serious for a moment here, Kevin and Steve. We really need you guys right now. We need to laugh because, my God, the laughs are, are getting thinner all the time. Nobody, nothing's funny anymore. Yeah, and you can't, uh, and sometimes you're not allowed to do things. Um, right that you should be allowed to do. Um, yeah, you know, our, like I was saying earlier, it's like, we're just, you know, like, like, we make dumb jokes for smart people and smart jokes for dumb people. That's always been our, our you know, our take on it. And uh, I agree. Yeah, we need to laugh. Tell jokes. Just have some stupid fun. I got I to gotta sit down in front of the TV at night and maybe I had a stressful day, maybe I had a long day, whatever. I want to sit down. I don't want to watch a drama. I want to laugh, and it's not that easy to do anymore. I mean, you can still find it, but uh, I, I just love the fact you guys step up and you, you take some chances, and that's why, to me, it's very, very funny. Well, thank you. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the attempt, yeah. I mean, the attempt is, uh, you know, there's a lot of crying in, in movies and TV. We like to do the laughter instead of the crying. <laughs> I understand, no question. So how can people find Quasi? Quasi is available now on Hulu. It's streaming on Hulu. came out yesterday, 420. Um, oh. It's Friday. It's opening weekend. And um, the movie's going to make you laugh hard. No, Rudy, give it your review, Rudy. Uh, I saw it. It's getting 81% with the uh, audience on Rotten Tomatoes right now. And that is, it's so good. I, it, as I was watching it, I'm like, I couldn't tell where in the Broken Lizard lineage I would put this. I was like, because obviously Super Troopers number one, Beer yeah. Fest is number two. But Quasi, I put it at a hard number three. Really? For sure. Because wow. the last 10 minutes of this movie, it's a good movie, but the last 10 minutes, like I was, I was wiping the tears from my eyes. Well, I will be watching it. Kevin, Steve, please come back very, very soon. I love talking to you guys, love your work, and I will be watching Quasi this weekend. So, yeah, you got to come to town, though, and come to the studio someday. That would be great. Yeah, we'd love to. Thanks, Tom. All right. Thank you. Thanks so much, fellas. Have a good day. I knew they were going to cut him off right yep. there at 9 o'clock. <laughs> boom, gone. <Yeah. laughs> and we never heard from them again. No, that was awesome. I just – they make so many funny things, and they're just – I love that they're actually friends, and they mm-hmm. seem to get such a kick out of each other. I mean, you can tell with the oh, stuff yeah. they make, yep. they're joyful. So did you get the joke, why, when the eye fell yeah. off? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy's walking around, his name is Penis. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they were, like, carrying the yearbook around, going, yes. this is real, okay? We're mm-hmm. not ridiculous. That's phenomenal. There's uh, some really good Easter eggs in this movie, if you're a Super Troopers fan. Ah. Some really, really good, yeah, like, uh, just for instance, I'm not giving anything away, but, you know, in Super Troopers, Rabbit was the rookie cop. And in Quasi, the guy who plays Rabbit, Eric, is the rookie torturist in the torture chamber. Oh. So there's things like that. If you know Broken Lizard, you're really going to enjoy it because they just they happen to just drop these little tiny homages to the stuff they've done in the past. And, and where can you watch this? It's on Hulu right okay. now. That's yeah. what I thought. Mm-hmm. Is that a pig on your microphone? This? 
What is that? It's an owl. Fawn right? made me it for me. I'm not oh. unsure. Oh, it's a tiger. tiger. Yeah. It looked like a pig from behind. I'm unsure. I was too scared to oh, Fawny gave it make to you? any speculations. I said, I love this thing you gave <laughs> no, me. No, that, I, well, that is very cute. I think it's adorable. I no love it. About I like looking at it when I talk. Yellow pigs are my favorite. Yellow, yellow pigs, yeah. yes. When no yellow question. pigs fly, <laughs> sir. Whoever came up with that? <laughs> when pigs fly, what the hell yeah, is that? It's a strange mean? expression. It's very odd. Yeah, that's a weird one. All right, that's going to do it. A hell of a show. Brian, you got to stop in more often, man. I'm, I'm right down the street. I'm coming anytime. You are. You should come in a lot more I used more to come here for Sansevier Studio, so I'm familiar Sandy. with the building. <laughs> oh, on the fifth floor. Yeah. He's the one that got me into this building. I know. And, of course, they shut down the fifth floor. Yeah. So thanks a lot. They There's shut Sandy. it down? Oh, yeah. Apparently, there ghosts. might have been a kind of a money deal going on. Uh, huh? And ghosts. And ghosts. Yeah, yeah, ghosting. Here, here's a dollar. Now it's gone. (laughs) That's the ghosting they did, okay? That's a good way to There's your ghosting. All right, we'll talk to you later. This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. 